0: Sean, you have to be done at 9.15? Or well, can you just, just what, draft while we're talking?
1: Yeah, that's just when the draft starts. Is it like an in-person thing? No, but it's with a couple of my family members. I mean, it's fine. If I miss the first couple, we don't have to, like, rush. Those aren't the important
0: ones at all. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's, everyone says the first few rounds of the draft don't matter. Right. <laughs> Fantasy football talk. Cold open.
2: Don't, don't go on the internet. Watch TV. Read newspapers. I hate this place, a geographical oddity. Two weeks from everywhere. No television?
1: What do you do? You know, I'm something of a scientist myself. You must have had on some really nice pants.
0: Okay, here we go. Welcome back to another episode of Loose Concept, the loosest conceptual movie podcast on the internet. My name is Elijah Smith, and joining me tonight, as always, from across the internet, the one and only... Sean Mackey Sean what is up dude thanks for having me on again
1: really appreciate thanks for it thanks for joining us tonight <laughs> taking time out of your busy schedule yeah this is th- something I look forward to every week so glad, glad we've kept it up it's very very kind of you very yeah. kind of you to, to join us here yeah.
0: also joining us from the other side of the internet he's still got the stash going Rudy
3: Rudolph yeah. what's up Rudy what's up dude stash lives on um I saw a news article today that uh, sharks are biting through the internet cable at the bottom of the ocean. That apparently connects the internet. I guess that's where the internet is stored. These have
1: got to be um, bull sharks. What kind of sharks but yeah,
3: are they, Rudy? So I don't know, dude. They're anti-internet sharks. So if our internet cuts out, it might have been the sharks. Okay. It's good. The internet is the internet is a plague anyway.
0: It's the cause for all of our turmoils <laughs> as a, a nation. That's big news, right now, though. So. What
1: are TikTokers going to do? <laughs> dude, I don't know. Blame the sharks. Shark hunt
0: makes you wonder. Makes you wonder, are are sharks anti TikTok? Too bad we already had Shark Week. <laughs> Too bad we already discussed Sky Sharks. <laughs> sky that's a sharks. that's a throwback to episode whatever. Yeah, these are also joining us, what? that's right, ladies and gentlemen. What? This is a special guest week. We have with us live, in person, in the studio, the queen of calling it like it is, the leading lady of not letting you off the hook, the Don Dada of diaper changing, the matriarch of mid-tier sci-fi movies, my sister, Leah Jarrett. Welcome Ooh. to the show, Leah. Hey, I was wondering
2: Leah. if I was going to get an intro since you cut it out for both Sean and Rudy this week. I guess I'm just extra special I'm the only one that gets one.
0: When we have guests, we only do one one fancy intro and you got it. <laughs> yeah, you load it oh, up
3: on the, on the guest.
2: My favorite one is Lady of Not Letting You Off the Hook. Yeah, <laughs> That one's kind of been brewing for, like, what, 27 years now?
0: 27 years of not letting me off the hook. <laughs> not letting me off the hook. Ever. Love it. Not a it. single, single time. Love it. So good. Well, since you're here, and speaking of not letting me off the hook, I figured uh, we'd get right into it and start off with a little uh, damage control. Control, control.
4: I'm stupid. You're smart.
0: I was wrong, you were right You're the best, I'm the worst and You're very good looking, I'm not attractive
4: Alright, as long as you're willing to admit that
0: now This week's uh, damage control actually involves damage control in and of itself yeah. From last week's, last week's episode <laughs> of the podcast I forgot to mute the track that had the damage control theme song on It, it started playing during a very... Uh, tender moment where we were uh, uh, talking about Chadwick Bozeman. was really insensitive. So, apologies to everybody out there. It was totally unintentional.
2: We were listening to it in the car on the way back from vacation. We were trying to figure out what was happening. <laughs> like, is something coming through the Bluetooth? What's going on? It's
0: those blasted interns. That audio yeah. engineer has been fired. Yeah. We fired that specific intern. <laughs> Get him next to me. Threw him time. out in the cold. No gruel for him. <laughs> The other interns are, are being forced to pick up pick up the slack. That's why there's been no social media posts so far this weekend. <laughs> they're just it's just a mess over there. It's they're just, just scrambling.
2: Mess. I'm I'm surprised they're not rioting with everyone else right now.
0: Hey, let's. Some ground rules: We never get into politics on this podcast. We are a politics free, politics free zone. So please keep those takes inside the vehicle as we move forward. I just want to point point fingers at Sean as our uh, in-house business guy. It's his job to manage the interns, and he's just really been letting yeah, them off dude, the hook. So.
1: they've been they've been through yeah. a lot recently. I thought I could give them a week off, but you know, you just never know with them.
0: Yeah. In fairness to me, in my defense, the damage control theme song is just a tight song, so it's like, if you heard a little bit extra of that, are you really sad? It's more of a gift.: Yeah, it's really a gift to the people. <laughs> to hear a damage gift. control theme song one more time. I think that about does it? Well, about nope. does it for this week's damage control.
3: <laughs> well, before we leave that, speaking of the music, like when that intro music plays, I want it to play for another fifteen or twenty minutes, and just like because I'm usually in my car and I'm just cruising around, I'm like, man, these are some good, these are some good vibes blasting out my speakers. I think we right just
1: out. need to come out with an album or EP of <laughs> intro songs of Lose Damage Control, Pony Song. Express. <laughs>
2: Just well, I feel like since everyone's doing podcasts now, you could probably make good money just producing that kind of music for other people to use.
0: Guys, what am I even doing?
3: Bad girls, <laughs> just bad, bad girls, of business over here. <laughs> bad girls, of business.
1: Dude, you're just doesn't, a jingle guy. Doesn't
0: quite have the same rhyme. Bad babes. Bad bad baddest. Baby?
2: Don't love that. Don't bad love baby. that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll we'll not get into other b we'll words we'll for we'll females. <laughs> let's uh let's keep this, train rolling. We gotta keep this train rolling. Since Sean does have a fantasy football draft to get to <laughs> priorities folks, priorities. priorities. Big movie news of the week. The Dune trailer finally dropped. Dune. The people have been waiting for this for years. The full Monty. The people being me, <laughs> I've been waiting for this for years. Mainly just a year and a half since I read the book. But um what do you guys think? Leah, our esteemed guest, we'll start with you.
2: I have to say, I have to reread the book because you know you had it for a year and a half, so I just got it back recently, <laughs> <laughs> just yes. in time for the movie to come out. The
4: but uh, you know I, was gonna regret I do this. need to
2: reread that. I have to say, like it's indistinguishable to me at this point from most other sci-fi movies. Which is to say, I will still go see it because I'm <laughs> just—if I see something that's like space and weird characters, I will probably go. But well,
0: you are the matriarch of mid tier sci fi <laughs> movies. That's true. So.
2: Although, this is, I feel like it's outside of mid tier. It's a little bit above. No, yeah, oh, this yeah. is top tier. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. I Like I said, I got to reread the book because it's been a while. Yeah. And I'm not really sure what Zendaya is doing. Like, why is she there? Or is it Zendaya or is it Zendaya?
0: Nobody really knows. Yeah. There's no way to look it up.
2: Listen, I'm a mom now, so I'm allowed to be out of touch <laughs> out of with pop culture. With <laughs> culture. <laughs> well,
0: with I'm you, an uncle, the, so I'm allowed to be out of touch too.
2: No, you're the cool uncle. You have to be up on pop culture.
0: Zendaya is playing, Chani, I believe is the character's name. She's his love interest. Yeah, I don't remember
2: that part of the book at all.
0: It's because you just have no soul. Apparently, you're a not cold, heartless person. <laughs> Sean and Rudy, yeah, as two as two non
1: Dune book readers. Oh, I'm reading vi- it. Where are the vibes at? You're reading it, Sean. I'm reading it. It's, it's, it's going to happen before the movie. It, it just, it needs to, so, it's, you're it's not reading it now.
3: Book. You're not reading it now. You're just saying you're going to read no,
1: it. No, I've started reading it. Shout out Jordan oh, for like As we speak it. on the podcast right now, he's reading it. That's what's yeah. honey loud. Okay. I'm doing the audio book. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> I tried, I tried the audio book for it when I was going to read it. I was like, Oh, I'll just get it. I'll do my one book free on audible and this will be the book. And then, and then I just realized I can't do audio books. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I I started doing three times before I finally read it through. I kept Nick and I kept trying to read it like out loud together, and we'd get like three chapters in. We're like, "This is this yeah. is the pit." It's the tough first to like start.
1: It just throws you into the world. It's really yeah. The
0: first the first like two chapters are like one conversation. Yeah, yeah you're it's like, kind of
2: grueling. There's a lot of world building, so like I can appreciate like the thought and the care put into it, but at the same time, it's a lot. Like, all right, let's. Move things along. Okay, yeah. so we
0: have two people that have read it, one person that intends to read it, and one person who's definitely not read it. Let's hear from yeah. Rudy. Rudy, <laughs> in or <laughs> out on dude. I said,
3: it, uh, first, my initial reaction is this is the trailer of the year, and I think it's just, mm. I don't know how you miss with the cast of characters that they're going to have for this movie. It's all of my favorite actors and actresses, and I think it's going to be, you know, unless it just gets so bogged down in the weeds of, like, describing the whole universe like you guys are talking about i think this movie can't miss
2: so are you guys all in on like an all-star cast like that because for me sometimes it's kind of distracting especially if i've recently seen stuff these people are in i'm like oh it's aquaman <laughs> what's he doing unto? or like true
0: <laughs> oh i want as many stars in my man aquaman That's shaved possible. his beard yeah, get the whole cast in there
3: he looks so different without the mustache and the uh, facial hair chase
2: Yeah, it's. I just for me, I can like take one or two, and then I'm just kind of like try. My weird brain is like, huh, in what universe? How do they all end up in the same place? How do we tie these together? Are they all here?
0: No, yeah, I'm all in. (laughs) I think it looks incredible. This is. It looks like exactly sort of how I was picturing it. in My brain, I think, because I read the book after like all these castings had happened. I was already like putting these faces to the names as I was reading the book. So you know it. I was already, like, in the mindset for this to be perfect, and it, you know, like Rudy's saying, it just really, they crushed it. I don't know.
2: Did you watch the the 80s version of Dune? I tried.
4: (laughs) I tried. I haven't seen any of them.
0: It's, uh...
2: Isn't Sting in it?
0: Yeah. I love Sting. Sting's in it. Noted Sting guy. Love (laughs) Sting. But uh, it, yeah, it's wild. It. Noted it's, Sting Guy.
2: Maybe you should do a special back to back doubleheader where you watch the 80s version of the movie and then you go and watch the real one. And then it will definitely be top tier because that 80s <laughs> yeah. one is impossible not to beat because it's pretty
3: terrible. <laughs> We've
0: been talking about doing that at some point. So. Was that
3: some constructive criticism was Leo was throwing our way? Jumping the gun Ooh. already? Ooh, look at Rudy. <laughs>
0: transitioning i've
2: apparently been super preemptive with that tonight so yeah let's hear let's since
0: you're a guest and we are uh, legally obligated to allow you to voice your uh opinions in the form of constructive criticism uh how do you think we could uh, make this uh, podcasting enterprise really excel go above and beyond grow the venture
2: Well, I'm going to take a page out of Loose Concept Favorite Canadian, (laughs) his book, and give you a compliment sandwich. So, I just have to say, (laughs) your niece uh, is now a little over three months old, and we regularly, I think she's heard every episode, (laughs) and it's, for some reason, Uh, it's just magical. She, like, is entranced, and then falls asleep shortly thereafter
0: bring, bring her bringing her up on the Wisconsin hot takes this
1: concept is a noted yeah, yeah. baby yeah. podcast uh, yeah. Yeah. We are, yeah. we're coming out with the curriculum <laughs> in 2021 the baby curriculum
2: so no the preschool Nick, program Nick and I listen every week it's definitely something we look forward to uh, we just enjoy it um, we're
0: the 155th film and review podcast in Canada but we're the number one baby education podcast <laughs> in America
2: number yeah. one in the Jarrett household too
0: in the Jarrett household um, the only place that matters.
2: I don't even <laughs>
0: for the only baby I care about.
2: My my criticism that I accidentally delivered before I was supposed to is like fewer bad Lord of the Rings and Star Wars takes. I am a all in on the franchise type person, so Star Wars and Lord of the Rings are both like
1: off you, limits. You hey, you just you can't know, do that. Yeah, they're foundations. I, I'm with you.
2: That's why Sean yeah. is the least problematic loose concept host. Congratulations, Sean. <laughs> the least that's the other half of my compliment. Attacked. Good job, Sean, at being unproblematic. <laughs> oh
0: my word.
3: Listen, I'm the, I'm the I, I just think if you don't grow up with Star Wars, it's a different experience than if you grow up with Star Wars. That's all I have to say. You're trying to dig us you're trying to get us into a <laughs> rabbit hole here, Leah.
0: <laughs> Lord of the Rings is just oh, so that's a horrible team. It's a horrible take. It's That's a news fest. Elijah Wood is just awful. He's a disgrace to the name Elijah. Do you know is I read supposed
2: to be interesting? Keep
0: your
3: secrets.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of bad takes, not to get out of this, where we're talking about, but someone said <laughs> that someone said that Tenant sucked. <laughs> what? what? Yes. Who? <laughs> uh... I'll, I'll leave them on nameless, but I'll send you guys the link, but it's like, I couldn't believe when I saw it. It's some, some, uh, film critic. I don't even know if he's, a, he's not even a film critic, he's just a writer for, uh, Oh. Uh. That's not someone I know. No, that no. It doesn't matter. He's a writer for a publication. Writer for a publication.
2: Oh, this isn't even... I don't know if this counts as constructive This criticism. is how the episode
0: is going to go. She's just going to keep coming up with constructive <laughs> criticism throughout That's the fine. entire episode. <laughs> That's no, how we get this better. <laughs> the segment's about to end, This Leah. isn't
2: even criticism. This is just another idea. I thought it would be interesting... Like, the movie we're talking about tonight, notoriously bombed in the box mm-hmm. office. I think mm-hmm. it would be really interesting to have a segment where you talk about why you think a movie did how it did. It, uh, just at the end, be like, so why do you think this movie did well, or why do you think it didn't do well? Because sometimes you guys really like something and it bombs, or Ooh. you don't like something and it does really well, like you know, Lord of the Rings or Star I Wars. We that. could even
3: like go into like this, like what was the weather patterns like over, <laughs> you know, Los Angeles, yeah.
2: you know, or like astrology, like where were the yeah. stars w- when the what was the yeah.
3: farmers <laughs> or was there global pandemic? <laughs> yes, too. true. Love it. Love the advice. Yeah. We'll
0: we'll uh, file that into no, the stack of other like constructive that, criticism like <laughs> segment ideas we've gotten from literally every other guest that we have yet to. The ones that time. are just
2: rotting away <laughs> on an intern's desk somewhere.
0: Yeah, Sean, get on the interns to start incorporating these segments.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go look through them. <laughs> best practices. I'm on it. If you want something done well, do it yourself.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, it's all on my You're shoulders. Just coming I for I guess, Sean's manage, oh.
0: management
3: skills here. <laughs>
2: Don't worry, Sean. He's just jealous because he's not the least problematic host.
0: <laughs> that's what it I is. I think he likes being a country
3: He's um, the most, most problematic. No.
0: That's not true at all. <laughs> Moving on. Keeping the train rolling, as Michael McDonald would say. we got to keep this train
3: rolling. There he is
0: again. Movie news. Let's talk a little bit of movie news. Um, there, There's some talks some rumors that due to... Uh, tenet being in theaters right now warner bros wants to push back wonder woman so that it doesn't steal money from tenet these people going into the movies that they wouldn't be splitting their profits between the two so they're talking about moving wonder woman back which in turn would then probably move another warner bros movie dune back into 2021 as well when is dune set to release now
1: christmas
2: yeah i thought christmas
1: I think I think there's room for both. I mean, anybody who wants to see Tenet is going to see it in the next couple months. You know? I don't yeah. think they're moving Dune. I, I believe maybe not California if it doesn't open.
2: But is there a lot of overlap between super movie fans, like superhero movie fans, and I, spy thriller, psychological thriller? I think it's just
0: blockbusters. They're just blockbusters. You know, you're going to a movie theater now. What are you going to go see? you're probably not going go to see it it's
1: interesting though cuz everybody's pushing their movie back there's there there are going to be no movies after after Well Tenet there's nothing being made cuz of covid the <laughs> and no one's going to go back to see tenant for the fifth well, time it's just
0: it's just going to be tenant collecting collecting I what I'm all saying eventually dollars. you're just
1: going to have to release it cuz your 2021 slate is just
0: How does it feel being our first female
1: female guest
2: it's a lot of pressure actually i was telling nick earlier i was like i don't know why but i'm really stressed about
0: this you're the flag bearer the female flag bearer
2: (laughs) it's also worth noting this is this is a super bad week for me because we've got i'm helping mom with a bridal shower on saturday and then i just found out yesterday that i'm Supposed to do a uh, part of the service on Sunday. They're actually going to have my lesson, which is usually only viewed by like 20 families. They're going to have it play as part of the service. We get and it. So you're, that's a little. You're nervous. really important. Really popular. Cool. You know. But Pre- pressure creates
1: diamonds. Very much trending this week.
2: <laughs> so I just. In uh, lower. <laughs>
0: Sean, stop dropping our location, dog. <laughs> <We'll> just <laughs> thing thing it we just we moved
2: and
1: we're not actually out. there. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I forget how anonymous We'll you
0: tell want. the interns to bleep it <laughs> Bleep it Yeah, so uh, you're, you're in demand, highly popular We finally got you yeah. on the program So
2: you, sh- you should feel privileged, really oh,
0: We feel very privileged to have you on um, You know, it took us ages To coordinate this Finally have you on the show And uh, the movie you picked to watch Our feature film of the week We'll let you do the announcement
2: Is John Carter of Mars
4: Let them be crushed. You are John Carter of Earth? Yes, ma'am. What happened to this place? A new power
1: threatens to destroy our city.
4: That don't look like a fair fight.
1: He will fight for us! Get on. We
4: did not cause this, but we will end it. I was too late once. I won't be again.
0: Con Jarter. Con Jarter. No, uh, John Carter, our feature film of the week. (laughs) Transported to Barsoom, Barsoom. a civil war vet discovers a barren planet seemingly inhabited by 12-foot-tall barbarians. Finding himself prisoner of these creatures, he escapes, only to encounter Woola, Woola. a princess in desperate need of a savior. Oh, dear. A damsel in distress, if you will. (laughs) So, Leah, of all the movies... (laughs) There've literally been millions. Have there been millions of movies made? You got to think there's been millions of movies billions. made. Millions, <laughs> hundreds billions. of thousands. Yeah. Why was this the one you choose to uh, to be the introduction of females <laughs> into our fine loose concept universe? I
2: think because I reveled in the idea of doing something <laughs> that's just so so. It's not good at all, but it's so enjoyable to watch. It's definitely my definition of a popcorn flick. It's just you kind of sit back and enjoy it, and it does a lot very badly but I find it very enjoyable additionally I had to pick something that was based on a book that was always going to be the case so Ah, this was the one I went with since you know Lord of the Rings doesn't have so great a reputation around here
0: (laughs) I mean some people like it we like it (laughs) two thirds of the program
3: appreciate Lord of the Rings majority of the podcast enjoys it I'm not against Lord of the Rings You just said it's a snooze fest, dude. Yeah. Your
0: words. There's just parts of it that are snooze fest. (laughs) (laughs) You're
2: backtracking now. Don't
1: take it back, dude.
2: (sighs) Lady, I'm not (laughs) letting you off the hook.
0: Anyway, moving on. Let's keep this train rolling. We gotta keep
2: this train rolling.
0: Do you know how we run? If you you're familiar with the program,
2: no, I've never listened to it before. <laughs> how things go here. We start off. I need you to explain we every. We start single off segment. by
0: declaring our best and worst things about the movie. So best, anything you like the most about the movie, whatever that may be. But one thing. That's the thing, key is it can only be one thing. Unless you're me, then I get to change it. But you, it's just one thing. So what's your what's the best part of this movie?
2: I think the best thing about this movie is knowing that it's based on the novel. And that novel was a cornerstone for so much science fiction that came after it. A lot of people um, are have noted being inspired by the novel. And Carl Sagan, specifically, is known for being a huge fan of the John Carter series. Uh, and so I think the, the just general feel of Shouts the... Shouts to Carl. General feel of kind of the the sci-fi of, of it. I don't... The, oh, yeah, the, the sci-fi wracking. of it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's in there, Oh. Don't worry, I'll edit it to make you sound better. This so is why I'm a much saying, better writer than I have a speaker. Um, <laughs> shoulda just typed it had like yeah you can just write it all reading.
3: down and we'll just have someone we'll, we'll hire an actress to uh, have some been like lines. Stephen
0: Hawking
2: uh,
0: i love this movie <laughs> so much
2: i like the i like the idea behind it kind of the but this when this was written in 1912 that the, the, people were already thinking about what lo- what would life look like on other planets and what if we could go there and what would transpire after a
0: whole, that. whole bunch of Elon Musks walking around yep. back in 1912 <laughs> okay so the sci-fi vibes yeah the the dawn of sci-fi if you
2: will yes
3: so it's less about what this movie was and more about the meaning it had behind <laughs> what it. it stands
2: for <laughs> i wouldn't say that there. It's not that's a critical element to understand With the books is there's not really a lot of meaning behind it it's literally just pure fun like there's not a Love lot of it. plot it's just kind of he continually gets into trouble and then as soon as he gets out of it it's like oh no but then this <laughs> happened and yeah. so i think one of the things i'm i'm Oh, tempted to jump ahead because this ties right into my Ooh. worst thing about the movie.
0: Well, save it, the hold save your it. horses.
3: We've got other people on okay.
2: this podcast.
0: <laughs> Let's pivot to our nor- our, t- our normal, uh, our standard leadoff hitter. Rudy, what's the best part of this
3: movie for you? Last last episode, you had Sean lead off, so I'm happy to be back as a standard leadoff <laughs> <love> hitter. <laughs> back at
1: the easy. I, I, I bring you in.
3: Um, yeah. I, have, I really like this movie. I like this movie a lot. Wow. Okay um three things that i liked or two things i liked and, and my best part first of all they stop at croton on hudson which is the town in which i live
1: oh thought that was a
3: cool shout out wait yeah. where are, wait where's croton on Hudson? on the train when he's riding the train in the 80 in the 1800s oh. from new york city he's going upstate and he stops at croton on hudson
0: everyone everyone just divulging their location
3: information <laughs> on this episode it's great yeah i'm not afraid of the fans I actually actually invite the paparazzi, please. Part B of my, or I guess not part B. Just my second favorite part was Woola.
0: Sean, you're getting leadoff hitter back next week.
3: <laughs> Dude, I gotta, I can't, I can't, I can pick Woola. The weird bulldog <laughs> slug, super fast thing was awesome. It was ridiculous. <laughs> yes. How it just motored around and ruled. Okay, the real best part was the scene where he's um, channeling, or he's, like, f- flashing back to his family dying, and he's just owning, and he's hulking out on all the Tharks, and oh, he's just, like, God. destroying them. That was, like, s- a really well-shot yeah. scene. I thought that was, like, one of the best scenes of any movie I've seen in a long time. Wow. <laughs> wow. I know, I know. Uh, so I not Counting Tenant, but, like, I don't know. Just really enjoyed that scene. Best part.
0: Okay.
1: Going uh, suicide style, John. <laughs> best part of the film? Yeah, I'd have to. I mean, I definitely tip my hat to Leah's um, comments because I I think I I respect the film and the 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 canon more after you know doing research for this for the podcast on how much this really inspired so many other writers like you were mentioning Carl Sagan. It, it said even um, Ray Bradbury. Um, took some, you know, uh, you know, inspiration from Q's. the movie. Yeah, cues. And it, it's kind of incredible that he kind of wrote this or released it even in 1912, considering just the, I don't know, the ambition that it had on, you know, other planets when we wouldn't go to space for, you know, 50-plus years. Um, I just think that was really incredible. And I think this movie, though, to sum up the movie over the, you know, maybe archival book, is just... I, I think it did a good job of, you know, Disney came out with this. It wasn't... It would, it definitely could have pushed the PG-13 limits with the action, but I liked how it was sort of a sci-fi, but it was tangible for a lot of audiences, because I felt like when I watched this probably when I was growing up, um, or if I showed it to my kids, I think it'd be one of the first kind of intros to sci-fi that you can kind of show with, um... The Next Generation, along with the Star Wars movies. So I liked how um, palatable it was for kind of all ages, and that action sequences, like Rudy said, were, were, uh, were top-notch. So, yeah, I liked this movie on the rewatch. As an
0: introduction to uh, sci-fi, it's a good thing, you're saying. It functions well.
1: Yeah, I thought it was, it was a good all-around um, Disney sci-fi movie.
0: Word word, I see that. I feel that. <sighs> I hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> the best part of this movie, uh, <sighs> you hate it. Was how long I honestly like couldn't think of something to come up with as as the best part. The best part, maybe. <laughs> come on.
2: This might have fed into why I picked it. Maybe Willem <laughs> Dafoe. It.
0: Like, Willem Dafoe's vocal. I'm a big Willem Dafoe fan, so shouts to him. Voicing he, the, who is he, the main Tars? alien.
2: Yeah, he's Tars Tarkas.
3: Tars Tarkas. Yeah. Skid Farkas. Not to be not to be confused with Skid Farkas in uh, A <laughs> Christmas Story. Movie reference.
2: Yeah, which one do you hate more, this or Christmas Story? Because I know you also hate that.
3: Probably no. Christmas Story. Oh my gosh. We can't. We can't. <laughs>
0: I mean, I don't, I don't hate this movie. It's just it's just kind of like a drag, and it, the potential was there for it to be better, and it just it wasn't. But uh, let's transition into worse, since I'm...
2: <laughs> you didn't even give a best part. I
0: did. I said Willem Dafoe's okay. performance, his voice performance. But the problem with, like, voice performance is I can just, like... I can, rather than, like, looking at the character, I'm just picturing Willem Dafoe in, like, a sound booth with headphones on talking into a <laughs> microphone rather than, like, seeing the character. So... I mean, the CGI was fine. Like, it was was good. Some of it was good, I guess. That dog thing, like. Woola. Woola. Yeah, Woola, it looked a little too, like, cartoony. The horses there riding, those, like, horse hippo things, just like a little. It looked just like Star Wars cast offs, which is fine, you know. But did did, did um, this
1: inspire. Did Star Wars come after this? So, really, it's. What? Star Wars (laughs) is speaking from this kind of. Canon. That's what I. That's what I suspect.
0: Star Wars is taken from Star Wars. Probably, you know, there's probably some influence on Star Wars from the books, but the movie is definitely indebted to Star Wars vibes. I feel like. Oh, I would disagree I would with that. Disagree, I'd yeah. say it's
2: really different from Star Wars. In what ways? Well, first of all, Star Wars is in a, is in a different galaxy altogether. Not on our very okay, own. and
0: Details. <laughs>
2: whatever. You also have someone coming from Earth to. You know, I think that's one of the really centering factors of the story is you have this person that's been displaced from our world in this. And so John Carter is kind of the character you're supposed to, in a way, relate to because it's like it's a this Earth man that's confused by life on Mars. You don't have that in Star Wars. I suppose. uh,
0: I mean, you have whatever, I guess so.
3: <laughs> let's go elijah Ra- rain yeah. terror
0: down on this movie yeah, right now let's talk about the worst things about this movie <laughs> the beauty of the worst things segment is you can say as many things as you want so we'll just, we'll just, just make it up
2: the rules as we get, go i we'll guess. just get a little
0: bit of a laundry list going here first off the length it is just a slog just an absolute slog of a yep. movie it's way too long they could it's only you know two hours we'll talk about it and cut. well it feels like seven i'll tell you taylor kitsch I generally like Taylor Kitsch. I generally think he's a good actor Actor in some movies when he's playing a specific role. But as, like, the leading man um, in this, he just... He wasn't you know, ready. He wasn't ready. I don't know if he wasn't ready or if he just... He's more, pretty terrible. Yeah, he's brutal. He's brutal. It's he's hard like, to
2: watch. He's so... I
0: think he's, like, good at, you know... He's good at the Friday Night Lights football jock role, and he needs to stick to roles that are more similar to that. And this role was, like, more, like, swashbuckling, you know, pirate-type guy. And he just wasn't, you know, pirate-soldier, you know, you get what I mean, Robin Hood-type guy. And he just wasn't that. He was still, like, sounded like a guy who was, like, playing Texas football, you know. So he was bad. The girl, Lynn Collins... Deja Thoris, whatever her name is, very poor, very poor acting. Her dad, also very poor acting. He's just struggling. That guy <laughs> just put him out of his misery.
2: Did you find the link between the, the movie Nick picked and the movie I picked? There is a link.
0: 18 in Night's Tale and yep. John Carter.
2: Yep.
1: Mark Strong.
2: No, James Purfoy who plays uh, Contest Khan Con and also uh, the the king. What's his name? In The Knight's Tale. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh.
3: No, those are remember. different actors.
2: No. It's the same guy.
3: IMDb, pull it up. Pull yeah, it pull it up. it up. Those are different actors. It's not. Leah knows,
0: dude. They just
2: gave him way worse haircut yeah. in this.
0: She invented He doesn't check. play the king. Okay, so that's James Purfoy. He's in Night's Tale, yeah.
2: Yeah, he's the... Oh, wait, shoot. I accidentally went to the John Carter fandom wiki. Oops.
0: Oh, you know, I know. You're right, you're right. No, it is the same guy. I'm thinking of a different character. I was thinking (laughs) of the main... What's the main bad guy's name?
2: Oh, uh, wow. Why can't I remember anything from that movie now? I know the actors. is like Rufus something.
0: Yeah, that guy Sab. Oh, no. What kind of name is Sab? First of all, <laughs> terrible name. They're on Mars. Second of all,
1: what what the oh, heck's a, ska,
0: a Skywalker? No, Y'all let someone That's go. it. We'll let someone else go. I don't want
1: to. Don't want to suck all the air out of the room. <laughs> I thought the worst thing was that I think Disney may have been too ambitious with the budget. Because <laughs> I think a lot of the budget was probably spent on the huge set pieces and probably you know, knowing Disney they did a huge marketing push marketing. to try and have this be like the new franchise and I think if it was maybe like a hundred million dollar budget I think and it would have just made some money I think that they would have been able to do a trilogy and they would have been able to build off this first movie so I think that's probably the worst is just on the more business side, being a bad yeah. boy business. <laughs> um, I think that, <laughs> I think that was the <laughs> kind of worst thing. Cause after I rewatched it, I was like, this wasn't a bad movie, but I think a lot of people, yep. yeah. um, panned it for the wrong reasons. I mean, it's, it's bad. It's bad. I agree with you, Sean.
3: My worst part was, uh, a more specific, well, specific in general, if that's a, uh, the two, the two sides <laughs> of the same in coin. General, yeah. <laughs> More generally specific. <laughs> generally specific. Uh, a specific scene general to specific describe things. a general feeling of the movie. Um, The scene where he proposes to the red girl. I was like, this is probably the pinnacle of corniness in this movie. And, you know, there was a lot of other corny scenes where it's just like, you know, I, I don't know. It's funny because, like, I wasn't super turned off by the CGI or anything. I thought it was fine. But, like, when it got, and, and they were trying to keep, like, some semblance of, like, real, you know, oh, he, he lands on this planet and they're speaking a different language. And, like, oh, there's a reason he could start understanding them because he drinks some magic fluids. And, uh, but then, like, he gets, like, you get this guy and he starts getting really involved in, like, the whole thing and he's like saying yeah he's the names. just like
0: he's like way into it yeah. too fast i was like <laughs> like dude, he's too into it too like, fast like
3: you don't even like he starts he's, he's like oh we're gonna go to klingon and we're gonna f- we're gonna fly on the dragon by flyers. isis yeah pre- yeah exactly and i was like okay dude you're not it's not that you're like you're way too deep <laughs> you're too deep then i'll see you down the river isis
2: yeah mine actually would tie into Rudy's quite a bit because I think Disney just tried to do way too much Mm. like in the books he Mm -hmm. doesn't drink like the voice of Mars and be able he lives with them and slowly learns the language Uh. like it's so there was a lot that Disney changed they really like there are a lot of elements they did to try to make it more PC because again this was written by a guy in the 1900s so his takes on
0: is racist yeah
2: his take on the the apaches is not quite so (laughs) like oh they're you know um or they tried to fit a lot from like i said five books into the first movie which they didn't need to do and i also feel like they tried to make it way more serious than it is like you talked about um he's supposed to be kind of goofy like squash like the character in the books is really dumb john carter is stupid (laughs) <laughs> and like in this, they tried to like make him like really serious and like this decorated general. In the books, he's just like, nah, I fight good, and that's I about it. And so, <laughs> so um, really or another mean. thing is what they did with Deja Thoris. Like in the books, she's not like the scientist lady. She's literally just the damsel in distress. Uh, okay. Leah,
3: well, not to uh, <laughs> plant any seeds in your mind about uh, upcoming segments, like add a scene. But a little montage of him learning the language might have been good, right? That, that's the way. That's the way you take. That's the way you take like a ten-year span and you compress it down to like thirty seconds. That's
2: true. We uh, when we were watching the the scene where he's trying to learn how to walk. Yep. Nick was like, "Oh, Rudy's gonna love this. It's a montage. Yep.
3: Love it. Loved it. I love that.
0: Let's well, kind
2: of." It's
3: kind of
0: dumb because he like figures it out in like fifteen minutes, yeah. you know, and then it like it shows him dragging his foot, and then the next scene, it cuts to the next scene, just like walking like a totally normal person climbing up the side of a mountain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it
2: just seems like it was very slapdash and not super well thought out, in my opinion.
0: I mean, when we get to to miscellaneous questions at the end, I just got a, got a load I of so you many to too, try and, ex- <laughs> try and explain away here, whole mess of them, but. Uh, We'll get there when we get there. Let's, uh, you know, as Rudy hinted at, let's, let's move into our next segment, cut a scene, add a scene. Leah, you're a guest, so you might not know how this works. No, she but knows. But basically how it, how it functions is we cut a scene out of the movie so we can add a new scene into the movie. Yeah. And we, we cut a scene out, and then in that space, we add a new scene. So you've got to try and keep them roughly about the same amount of time you're cutting out as what you're adding in. Or if you think it's too long, you can cut more than you add back in. There's lots of <laughs> options, lots of different directions you could take this. this is, but uh, we'll let you start, the start John, off. The John, John Carter of explanations.
2: <laughs> I, I actually think of. Uh, I was telling this Nick because I was watching it. The biggest thing is the dead wife stuff. That's not in the books at all, and I just feel like they were trying to like make a reason for him to want to go back to Earth, and that's just not yeah, there in the books. I it's, so that. they, I think they, totally unnecessary. And again, it's a complete bummer, and it's just Disney trying to like make this movie more serious. Yeah, there's really
3: no point to that.
0: Whole
2: no, thing. The, nothing comes of it. It's just kind of dumb. Wait, well, you're talking about um, his, his
3: so, Earth wife dying, or his? Yeah, like that's a, not in the books. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um,
2: and then I want to see more Tharks. I, I just there's a lot that about how their civilization works that could have been done well and could have been done quickly that just isn't included at all. Um, and there's yeah. characters that I know from reading the book, but in the movie they just like throw out their names and you're like, wait, I don't know why this person matters.
0: Yeah, I think I think I read the book. Pretty sure. I think yeah, I read borrowed, the first. it from me. Yeah, I think I read the first like three. <laughs> don't remember any of it but I read it Sean what are you cutting cutting and adding actually yes. no let's go to Rudy first okay sorry wow <laughs> we have to keep Rudy. the we have to keep the the correct progression going here Rudy Dude, what nobody scenes you nobody pays it? attention yeah. to
1: that. But, okay. um,
0: <laughs> do you want to go, Sean? You can go. You go, Sean. You go Sean. <laughs> <laughs> no, whatever. You I'm can just run the kidding. podcast. Gonna,
2: I'm he's done. He's going to let you start, though, and then change his mind.
3: <laughs>
0: done with this
2: stupid show.
3: I not even eat dinner yet. He keeps dragging Starving. you back in. There's no escape. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll go. Uh, the scene I'm cutting. So th- it was weird, because like, halfway through the movie, I was like, when the scene where they go back to the Tharks... I was like, "Oh my gosh! I can't believe they're going back to the Tharks." So I was like, "Can you please like just wrap <laughs> yeah. it up?" But to be honest with you, I loved the way this movie ended. Yeah. I thought it was so like I loved the ending. So I'm cutting out like the whole section. It's like probably a 45 minute section between mm. the point where he like originally escapes the Tharks. There's like a whole bunch of like stuff that happens, and then the point where like you get the final battle scene, like at the wedding, he goes back to Earth explains why he has to fake his death, blah, 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 and then goes back to Mars. Cut that whole, yeah. whole thing out, because it doesn't really add much. It's just like I was dreading when they, when they went back. Um, <laughs> and then because the movie was so long, I didn't really have like an ad scene, but maybe I'm like, I don't know. I, like Lee was saying, I'd love to see more of like the creatures of Mars. I, I haven't read any of the books, but... I just love the idea, you know, they talk about the white ape, which is included, but then there was another one that they talked about, which wasn't yeah. included, and maybe see some, like, more of the, the flora banth. and fauna.
0: What's a banth, I
2: actually was like, I don't think I know what that is. I'm watching it like, what don't is that? Don't they
0: fly or something? Isn't there, like, a flying thing?
2: There might be.
0: In the second book, there's, like, these flying things, and then there's, like, black people that fly on them, but the black people are, like, demons or something. Well, so in like, every book, he kind of creates a Holy new... Crap.
2: He creates a new, the blank men of Mars. So actually the therns are the white men of Mars. And he, Disney did a lot of weird stuff with the therns that's also not yeah. in the books. So, yeah. The
0: white, men of, the white men of Mars. Yeah. So did he have them as like the heroes in the books? No, they're super,
2: <laughs> they're super evil.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. So he was a little that's... woke. <laughs> he, was, he was half woke. Yeah, wait, men suck.
1: Sean, cut a scene. Add a scene. Oh, I cut a scene. Add a scene. I love Wula and um, Salo. I think I'm saying exactly. Sola. Correctly. Sola. I'm adding more of like their little adventure scenes because I think that was I thought that was some of the best parts of the movie. And I'm cutting out. I felt like the love story was a little rushed. I think uh, the princess she just kind of happened to. Oh, now I you know love you or whatever and she doesn't even know him and then by the end of the movie they're already married i thought that was a little rushed and i think like what leah was saying i think they were being a little <laughs> but bit- she's hot sean what more do you need well i think they were being they're trying to force so much i don't know what the book you know how many books they try to stuff into this one movie but it seemed a little bit like you guys were saying earlier that uh you know could have done like maybe a part one part two maybe even do like an animated series or something this is just with the this. first book
2: right it's not the first book because they combine stuff from later books that they need really? to come in so you keep talking about it later movies it was planned to be a trilogy but it did so poorly that disney canceled gotcha. it
1: So, what I'm adding is sort of like the adventures with Woola and, um, you know, when they're kind of just. Oh, gotcha. Sola. I don't know. And Sola, yeah. So, I'm adding more of that and I'm cutting out sort of the rushed love love story that kind of ends up with them being, um, married at the end. (laughs) But that was a little rushed. So, anyway. Gotcha. Because I think it would be, it would have been a good, um, it would have been a good cliffhanger to have him want to go back to Mars because he wants to, like, marry the princess. Not that he's already married to her, but he just left, like, an hour after he got married yeah. or whatever.
0: Well, we'll touch on that miscellaneous questions. Cause I got one about that, but before we do, my cut of scene, a scene out of scene, cutting out like half the movie, I'm cutting out <laughs> that whole scene with the river. Like, why do they even need to nope. be on the river to go to the like wicker chair pyramid upside down thing? Like, that's totally unnecessary. <laughs> they don't really ever say, like, why they went there. They don't really ever talk about what this Ninth Wraith It's just, like, totally a un- bunch of totally unnecessary scenes. Cutting all that out. Yeah, Cutting all I the scenes out where he's, like, in the stomping city and that, that guy has, like, bondage control over him. Cutting that out. Don't need that. Cutting out the scenes where he goes back to Earth and he does the, like, fake his own death thing. Totally unnecessary. No, why can't he wrong. just leave leave behind a book for his, his nephew or whatever? That's fine. It's just like too much, too long of an ending. We're cutting this, cutting all that stuff out, getting it down to a nice clean hour and a half, the way all movies should be, ninety minutes, unless it's made by Christopher Nolan. And we're adding in the only thing I'm adding in is the the face off against the bad guy who like becomes the chief. He like just chops his head off. They like uh, he like jumps Tom out. Rogers. Yeah, yeah. There's no battle like. Give me a little fight so scene. That's day.
2: actually that's way way bigger in in the books. He's yeah. actually the like main chieftain, and Tars Tarkas is actually under him. Right. And doesn't become the chieftain See? until after he defeats him. That's
0: why mm, I knew that was a good take. That yeah, I had it was a good I, take. It was in the back. And of all my your memory bad takes, I'm just book.
2: gonna say, well, that's not in the book. That's Disney's fault. Yes. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> let's uh, let's move into our next segment. Recast a role. I'll start, snake draft snake draft style. Sean, how's the draft going, speaking of?
1: It's going well. <laughs> it's hard to multiply. Who did we get with that first-round first pick? Ezekiel Elliott. Ooh. Nice.
0: Let's pivot and recast the role. I'll, I'll start off at the top, <laughs> snake draft style, recasting the main role. John Carter. Sorry, Taylor Kitch. you're out. There's a very obvious and clear, clear answer of who this should be. It's Matthew McConaughey him in the role he's got that sort of like rough around the edges civil war guy vibe but at the same time he's sort of goofy and he's dumb and he's not like taking things way too seriously like uh taylor kitch is as john carter you know he would sort of like he wouldn't i don't think matthew mcconaughey playing this role would be like you know buy isis we'll do whatever you know it's like all right um, all right
3: all right rudy um, I have two recasts. Um, I'm re- also recasting the two main roles. Uh, Ooh. First of all, Dominic West—he plays the bad guy who gets the blue thing right off the gate. Yeah. Um, I thought he was such like a a non-factor. Like he wasn't. I mean, I guess he wasn't really the main antagonist. Sab. But, you know. Good old Sab. I'm switching him out with Tom Cruise. Give a little bit more of an edge. Okay. Just like a little bit more maniacal. And of course, I don't know how the book goes, so I don't know how how much this messes the up the cru- plot. The Cruise Man never plays bad guys. He does. He did in Tropic Thunder, kind of. Big TC, um, kind of. But for my main recast, Taylor Kitsch is also going out, but I'm going with Hugh Jackman.
1: Hugh Jackman. in his
3: place. Huh. He already has chemistry with Lynn Collins, who's also from from the X Men move from the X Men movies. Yeah, that's and true. he's kind of. Huh. Play that, you know, he's a little more jacked, a little more. Uh, he plays a good confused guy. I think that would help. But he's
0: old, a confused
2: guy. You said McConaughey. But he's got to be. Are they than the same age?
0: McConaughey's like old, but he's like greasy old. <laughs> like Hugh Jackman's old, but he's like craggly old. Craggly old. <laughs> That's my pick. I don't hate it. I mean, I I love I love Tom Cruise. So if you can get him in this movie, yeah, I'm on board. I'm not gonna
3: say no to that. Hugh Jackman's yeah. one year older than Matthew McConaughey. Yep. See, one
0: year older. It's a big year. It's a big <laughs> gap. A lot can happen in that year. That's that's the year where you go from being old greasy to old craggly.
2: What what is that word?
0: Craggly. <laughs> <Cragle>. <laughs> craggly.
2: How do you spell that?
0: <laughs> it's like you're like a you're like a crumpled a crumpled soda can. <laughs> oh my word! It's like your face.
1: Sean, who you got for the recast? Who I got for the recast? I'm recasting um, the princess to be Emily Blunt. I think she's got some name recognition. Uh, I think hmm. she would gel well with Taylor Kish. Um, so.
2: She's too pale, though. Yeah, she's way too, like, proper British lady, in, in my humble opinion. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I don't
0: know. I just thought of her. Um I don't I I'd, I'd have to see, I'd have to see her with the spray tan I guess. Yeah,
1: but it seemed like the other people weren't as t- I don't know. It may be. I, I just I loved her in Edge of Tomorrow, um which is sort of a sci-fi movie. I thought she was able to mm. take on that role well and um but also has kind of the Disney mm. appeal cuz she was Mary Poppins, so she's got like both sides. He's married to know. John Krasinski, America's yeah. sweetheart. Exactly.
0: So Okay. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Leah, your first, your inaugural inaugural run at recasting the role. Do you have what it takes to be a casting director on Loose Concept?
2: This is why I said this was stressful. Um, So I actually had two. I think McConaughey and Jackman are both way too old. Taylor Kitsch definitely needs to be replaced especially cuz he does that vo- like a fake voice the entire movie no, and I, think I couldn't think that's un- I think that's his
0: real voice. Is that he really? just talks it. Like it just that. sounds
2: fake. Yeah. I couldn't take it. So I actually I thought Garrett Headland would be kind of a fun.
0: Uh, he's got the he's got the
2: goofy like uh, space pirate vibe that you're looking for. I thought I, th- I thought he'd I mean, be a I'll good I'll never pick.
0: I'll never say no to Garrett Headland. And
2: I he's not as overexposed as some of the other actors you could have thrown in there. And then I would also like to recast Dejah Thoris with Alicia Vikander. Ooh. Um,
4: Huh.
2: She has a lot of action clout between Man from Uncle and Tomb Raider, and I just feel like she maybe wouldn't overact the way that Lynn Collins did. See, this is
0: kind of the thing we haven't quite figured out with recast a role yet is like the timelines thing because she wasn't even like on the scene at that point.
2: Yeah, that's true. So it's
0: like you know, it's beyond possibility but
1: this is I like it this is loose we're remaking we live in (laughs) another world I think we should be able
3: to do that. I think if we want to recast Sean Connery, young Sean Connery as John Carter, (laughs) (laughs) anything is possible. We should feel free to do so.
2: But but I don't wanna
0: opens up a whole new world. (laughs) (laughs) So Okay. Okay. I see that. Uh, shouts to Garrett Hedlund, by the way. just announced the other day that he's having a baby with Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts. Did you know they were together? Leah? I
2: did actually. I'll call I that don't know ce- why, Celebrity gossip but... corner. <laughs> Hot goss.
0: Congrats to the happy couple. All right. <laughs> the segment we've all been waiting this. for. Miscellaneous questions. I got. I got a bunch. I don't know about you guys. Do you have? Do you have a few? I have several. Lob? Yeah. Rudy, we'll let you lead off hit on this segment.
3: Okay, Leah, you're going to have to be fielding these questions I'm as ready. The, uh, I'm ready. the guest. Yeah, I have one for Leah specifically, but I'll start with one for the boys. Uh, would you want two extra arms?
0: Heck yeah! I actually had that <laughs> one on my list. Really? I was like, actually, the note the note I have here is, uh, how tight would it be to have an extra set of arms? <laughs> <laughs> an extra set of arms? <laughs> yeah, sign yeah. me up tomorrow. Great,
3: sign me up yesterday. Great minds, brother. Great minds. Um, See, I want them because, like, the ability to do so many different things at the same time would be great. But I know that when I sleep, both my arms almost always fall asleep anyway. <laughs> like, if I could take off my arms before I went to sleep and then went to bed and put them back Facts. on, I'd be happy. So sleeping with an extra set might be difficult, but yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm it's, in, the, it's awful, forward.
0: too, when you, like, get in a position where, like, one hand is sticking out and you don't know what to do with it. And just imagine that, like, times three or four. Yep. But every time he does that, like... Jumping thing where he jumps from his one hand to the other hand with
3: his hand, it's like ah, oh. I know. He's, forearms would be so you, sick. You could <laughs> gesticulate so much better. You have so much. Yeah, you leg. could be like holding an armful of things, then also like motioning.
2: I actually had that thought. I went grocery shopping today, and I was like, man, if I had an extra set of arms, I would have, have to bring, make two trips. You bring in so
3: many bags. Uh, here's my my question for Leah: Is how long was he on Mars for? Because he gets back to America. Or to yeah to America, and he's like his buddy that was with him is like a skull a skeleton, but he like hasn't yeah. aged and his clothes are all uh, well, rock hard. Well, before
0: oh. before you answer, I googled today and I didn't want this to be for naught. I googled <laughs> how long does it take a human body to decompose down to just the bones. Beautiful. Google says fifty years. So he was in on Mars fifty years Earth time. Okay.
2: Okay. Yeah, I actually don't know. I no um, oh, well. What are you even on this show? (laughs) Sorry, it didn't retain a lot of information. Is it
3: a theory of relativity thing where time goes faster on Mars or faster on Earth than Mars?
2: Again, this is Edgar Rice Burroughs. He's not thinking about those difficult (laughs) questions. That's the other thing. When they introduce all this like space stuff with the ninth ray, Burroughs had like not thought about that at all. It was just kinda like, Oh yeah, there's a scientist. Cool. Like it's not really that Prevalent. You're, you're thinking about it too hard. Gotcha.
0: Well, is Mars heavier than Earth so it pulls more time in its gravity? Isn't that like the interstellar thing? Dude. Where they're on that one planet and he's like, this little maneuver is going to cost Miller's us 50 planet. Dude, I wanted
3: to – oh, that's so funny that that came up because I wanted to introduce a new segment where I int- where I announce a weird movie fact. Yeah. Because I just saw that this week. Weird. <laughs> on Miller's planet in interstellar, there's a – the second they land – the background soundtrack has a ticking noise, tick, tick. Uh-huh. yeah, tick. Yep. And each tick is separated by 1.25 seconds, and each tick represents a, a day year. on Earth. Oh, a day,
0: yeah, yeah. I'd heard that before, but I. Christopher Nolan, man, yeah, the goat.
2: Yeah, I actually don't know. So he actually goes back and forth several times, and so like when I watched the movie uh, last night, I was like, I can couldn't remember how long he was supposed to have been there, but. So no help for you there, sorry. The no one worries. question
1: I had was, why do you cast Brian Cranston in this movie and then just, <laughs> and then just leave him? I mean, he's in it for like five I minutes. I had that. I had that
0: in but mind as well. Just,
1: wow, boys. I would have. I would have had him on Mars. I would have had him at you know be one of the characters on Mars. I, I don't know why you just have him be. He should have played her father. Yeah, yeah, I mean anything. That's a good get him, take. Get him do anything, up there. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, but you're just watching the movie. It's like, wait, is that Brian
1: Cranston? Yeah, and then you're as soon as you figure out it's him, he's gone, and then you never see it's him ever again. And then he's just skeleton two bit deputy
0: guy. He's
2: yeah, so there's after. no in the book. There's none of that weird like Union versus Confederate Army thing. It's him and a buddy from the war go looking for gold, and they find it, and then the buddy goes to get help, yeah, and he gets ambushed and killed by Apaches. It's well one, he is he is a civil war vet that is that is a main point okay, that's that made part of it. um and that's why his swordsmanship is so good.
0: It's one of those things where it's like why with every with every book they make into the movie, why don't they just keep it as close as possible to the book and just make the book people happy? yeah, right
2: I would agree with that because I saw, that reminds me of a tweet I saw the other day that was like, okay. A reply with a movie you 've seen that was better than the book i 'd go first, but i can't think of any
0: yeah so that 's the thing it's like but you think of like book movies that were successful and it's all the ones that sticked real stuck really close to what the book you look at your Lord of the Rings you look at your you know the first chronicles of Narnia you look at um there's got to be other ones that are escaping me right now.
1: <laughs> I don't know.
3: Well, I think
0: that
2: Pride and Prejudice. Pride, Pride and prejudice. prejudice.
3: I think it's like Lame is Rob. So few people read books. <laughs> you know, like a lot, of, a lot of people in our circles may yeah. read books, but I, I, you know, there's some stat that like eight out of ten people don't read another book after they graduate high school or something like that. that. <laughs> really? <laughs> something ridiculous like that, yeah. So I think they're like I might be in that eight. <laughs> we're, we're making a movie, you know. Forget who cares about the book. The book is the idea, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just make but a that, good movie. That being said, I like say. the book
0: is so successful for a reason. Like the story's good, you know. True. People sat down and read it. So why would you just why would you mess with that?
2: I think an interesting fact about this movie is that some version of this book has been in development hell since nineteen thirty.
3: <laughs> it's like Mad 1930, Max. Nineteen
2: thirty was the first time somebody tried to adapt. John Carter for film Walt Disney
3: and Walt Disney himself picked it up and was like let's make a movie about <laughs> this he was 14 well it
0: actually was they were it was gonna be one of the initial like anim- Walt Disney animated movies but they ended up doing Snow White instead really? but this was like if you read the Wikipedia page this was in contention for being like one of the first Disney you know motion picture films whatever. They did
2: adapt a Edgar Rice Burroughs book for animation though for Disney. Tarzan. Mm. Yep.
3: Tarzan.
4: I
0: want to know.
2: Can you show me?
3: All-time great soundtrack. Cut in
2: some Phil Collins in there.
3: Oh yeah. All right.
0: I mean yeah, I got some questions for you. Can people only get married when the moons line up? So, like, how many other weddings did they have that night?
2: Book doesn't get, get into that. Disney added it.
0: Oh, the moon's thing is purely a dis... Okay. I wonder if it... I just wondered if it was like, oh, we got, you know, 16 other weddings we got to do tonight because this might not happen again for the next two years. Okay. Well, we talked about the time thing. That was one of mine. He was lying on Earth 50 years, apparently, his body. His body didn't decay, but the other guy's body decayed because he was in the magic cave.
2: So, there's some uh, among scholars that believe it or not, scholars actually study this book. There is some suspicion Nerds. that he's <laughs> actually not human, he's some kind of like demigod type, type being. Because he talks about in the book how he doesn't ever remember being a child, he's always been about 30 and he hasn't aged. What? Yeah,
3: weird,
0: weird, yeah. weird. It kind of he's kinda, kind of a trash move on his part to just leave his nephew to deal with that dead body line there. Right? Yeah, I, thought, <laughs> it's not really
1: dead. I thought of that too. I was like It's a copy What a move. <laughs> no, not his dead body.
0: That person that he killed. Oh, he the just turn, shoots yeah. that guy yeah, and then the, leaves the body and there is like, yeah, he's sentient yeah. being strange strange choices. Strange choices. Uh yeah, that was the mainly and then I had the arms question, but Rudy already asked it. So we're all in agreement that an extra set of your arms would be very tight. <laughs> very tight to have. Well, before we wrap it up, the final question, Leah is this movie in your top twenty?
2: I don't have a top twenty. <gasps> would it be
0: if you did? Yes.
2: <laughs> the whole purpose of not having a top twenty is so I don't have to answer things like this. Leah, <laughs> come
3: on. You wanna you <laughs> wanna Well
2: I just been on me to develop a top twenty list for years now and I can't do it. We wanna start having
0: <laughs> guests share that share their top twenties as
3: part of the segment. Shout but to Uncle whatever. Christian.
0: Whenever Uncle Christian's ready to come on the pod, he's welcome to come on. Word. I've been waiting uh is it top 20 for either you guys i'm gonna say no this didn't bump anything probably no No. i don't think so yeah same here no bumps get them next time (laughs) i'm glad you guys enjoyed it i didn't enjoy it enjoy it i felt like i wasted two hours and 12 minutes of my day today but anything for leah
2: (laughs) i do agree it was way too long but again i blame disney for trying to do too much so. so pretty much anything you don't like about this movie, it's Disney's fault. Blame mom. it on Disney. Love it, love That's it. That's what I do with, all, with everything it. in
0: my life. <laughs> Just blame it on Disney. All right, everyone. Well, we'll wrap it up. Before we go, next week we will be embarking on something new for Loose Concept. <gasps> Ooh, We're going to be breaking down a new movie. Not something that had been released months or years ago. We're talking Tenet. Tenet On next week's podcast Spoiler alert Spoiler we're gonna, pod We're all gonna see it in theaters Some of us will re-watch it Some of us will see it for the first time And we'll uh, break it down So everybody if you haven't If you haven't yet Go out Try and get to a theater to see Tenet um, I know that may be difficult For some of our, our Turkish listeners Maybe our Canadian listeners We don't really know what it's like there But uh See tenant ne- ahead of next week's podcast if you want to want to hear us discuss it, and break it down. All right. Follow us on Instagram at looseconceptpod. No, no Pony Express this week. No one sent us any emails, but uh, if you have any thoughts on any of our, our takes or our opinions, you can always send us an email to uh, looseconceptpod at gmail.com. Our Pony Express riders will ride it in and we'll uh, be sure to read it on air. And uh, above all else, remember to always keep it.
3: Keep it mm. loose.
0: Keep it conceptual. I had
4: a bad experience. Damn it. Do I really look like a guy with a
0: You can't handle the truth! Next, he amazed me still further in
1: Italy when he saved a fatherless beauty from the woodpear ravishings of her dreadful turkey. How's the pie?
4: So oh god